Welcome to another episode of Mick and Ori's Classic Cars. I'm Mick. And I'm Ori. Ori, we've had classic cars for a while. We've talked about classic cars for a while. Yep. But really, what are some of the things that we've liked or we want to do or others could do with their classic cars? So I follow a few different people on uh, Instagram, Mick, and one thing that I see a lot of people do with their classic cars, be it Ferrari, be it you know, Aston Martin, be it whatever, they take them back to the factory. So... From wherever they are, well, they from, go back. Yeah, I mean, this is a lot of Europeans, obviously, so it's a little bit easier to go back to where they were made. But, you know, I've seen people drive their Ferraris back to Maranello, take a photo in front of the iconic gates where they where they once left, and I think to myself, I would love to be able to do that. So we could do that. Look, remember they had the 20, 70th anniversary, I think, of the Dino, the 246 yep. Dino? Was it 70th? Anyway, whatever. Fifty. It might have been 50. I'm not sure. Yeah. But if you bought your 246 Dino... You could actually take it over there. Well, the one thing is, you know, if I do end up buying one of these, and let's just say it's out of the UK, I would first, before I took delivery of it, I think I'd take go over, drive it to Italy, take a photo of it at the factory, and and then ship it across. Oh, that's okay. Fair. Hey, that would be a good idea. I mean, it'd have to be a good one. I mean, it'd have to be a good one. Yeah, not a resto one. Yeah. So that's, uh, you know, people, and look, if it's more local, I mean, as you said, if they were in Europe already, if the car's made in England, they've got an MG or they've got a, a Jag or whatever, it's quite easy to get across. But a lot of people do that, I, I think. want to do that. You I'd see the photos on Instagram and, and Facebook of them out, out the front of Maranello. And on, look, and even the drives they go on through Europe. Europe, through the Alps, through, through some of the – oh, come on, Mick. You know, driving from Switzerland through Switzerland, it must, it must be unbelievable to, be able to do that with a classic car. But you'd have to do that with a group, wouldn't you? You yeah. wouldn't do it yourself. I mean, it'd have to be – I think um, the idea was probably three cars. Yeah, well, we know that there's that um, – and I said I wanted to do it for my 50th birthday. The ultimate we, tours. The ultimate uh, tours where they you know drive through Europe, but it's more of the modern – What's it called? Um, uh, modern cars. Performance yeah. cars. But do they do it with classics? Is there someone that does it with actual classics? Imagine driving a 250 short wheelbase, Mick. Oh, a Lamborghini would, Mura. I'm not Mick. sure where they got it, you, you know, know, that high-end stuff, but I'm sure they- A Mercedes-Benz Gullwing, Mick. You well, know. they probably do. Imagine that. They probably Imagine do. That. So we could research that, but, you know, taking your own would be something. But oh, certainly, taking your own, and, absolutely. And, and likewise, if you haven't got a classic, why don't you hire one? You yeah. hire one and just go for a day trip. And you probably it'd be probably good to actually do more than a day trip so that you get to enjoy it more and get to know it more. Well, you know, you say that. Hiring one's not a silly thing because if you're looking at seriously uh, buying one of these classic cars. And you and, haven't one before. And, it could be, and you've never had one before. And it, it may be a, uh, you know, a large investment for you to do so. For peace of mind. Hire one. Hire one, drive it, see what it's like. So we know your brother Carlo hired a Mustang to propose to his future wife in. Correct. Ended up buying one years later, always wanted one. We know our friend Fred went, did the ultimate driving tour, tour drove the 458. Uh, drove F12, drove a right. number of cars in McLaren. Never had a Ferrari up until then, but got, was sold on the 458, came home and bought one. Yeah, so there'd probably be plenty of stories like that where people have done that, you know. Great, you great know. idea. And it's not just because they've seen a film or – you know, or someone else has got one. You know, another thing I'd love to do, Mick, and it seems like I don't know how many barns there are in the world that have are yet to be found, but it's like 
finding a barn find of a classic car, I would love to be able to do that. So, but you'd have to spend the time trying to. Oh, yeah. You'd just be like those classic pickers that just drive around the countryside and just ask to look in people's barns. Can you imagine how many cars are still hidden today? I mean, well, for sure. Look, I mean, if you have a look at, you know, some of the country outback of Australia, you know, the farms, you know, when they couldn't repair a car, they just left it there. Correct. Imagine you, so then, you you know, look at that, look in the UK, look in Europe, broader Europe, there must be that many of these, we call now classic iconic cars in these barns, untouched. Yeah, oh, look. There's now professionals that go looking for barn finds, I suspect. But that's why it surprises me how many still come up. How many barns are there? Yeah, I I think it's also, you know, whether it is really a barn find or it's just, you know, it hasn't been used for 25 years because, the you know, the the person's passed away or something and and no one's done anything with it. Now, we also said, Mick, owning a classic, we wanted to go to Pebble Beach. Yeah, go to a concourse. Right. There's no – if we're in Europe, we have to time it that we do the concourse d'elegance there at Villa Dest. Oh, yes, that's a beauty, isn't it? Oh, come on. The girls would love that, number the, one. We wouldn't would take our it. classics, though, no. there. Can you imagine? Well, we could and just leave it in the car park and then just walk in. So to be able to participate in something like that. Oh, that's diff- That's another level. That would be unbelievable. That's another level. I'd love level. to be able to do that one day. Yeah. But that's uh, – look, you know, and there's – you know, relatively, you can go to other car shows just locally. Mm. So you can join a car club yeah. and, you know, enjoy the company of like-minded people or there's plenty of ones that just, you know, cars and shine, shine and show, what is it? Show, show and shine. shine. You've got those. You've got cars and coffee, classics and coffee, coffee and chrome. There's all sorts of ones that people get to to go to and just talk about their classics. Their cars. Uh, their cars, and they don't have to be classics. Now, we've taken our cars on the track. We've tracked our classics. We've done that. We've, uh, we've Some have done Targa in classic, like you have, Mick, and things like that. So we've rallied them and things like that. Racing them. Do we have to modify our classics to race? Do, do people race their classics? I mean, well, I they you- do. I think they do, they do. But if you're going to do that, you do have to modify them. So we have to put roll cages in. We have yeah, to do- yeah. Okay. There's different levels, but, you know, that's, that's another – another step again in terms of modification you know so with the classics i mean some of the things that we've done already that we've enjoyed use it for a wedding oh with it well i didn't really enjoy that much with with the rain but we've done it but the smiles on people's faces we talked about that you know when you use your car whether it's a classic or you know a modern classic but you use your car for the enjoyment of others as well. Giving back. That's yeah, right. Absolutely. And we talk about that with charities. Yep. 100%. We've done Dream Ride. You know, so you do, you know, the muscle cruise or whatever. There's a lot of stuff that not only it's enjoyable for us because we're driving yep. it, but just seeing the smiles oh, and raising the, money for other people as 100%, well. 100%. Taking yeah. the kids for a drive around the track was brilliant for Dream Ride. Even when we just did uh, the classic Adelaide and we stopped at the Oval and kids were just looking at letting them just sit in the car, take a photo with your car. I mean, that's giving back and, you know, doing things like that were fantastic. You know, I don't know if you're a bit like me, Do your when you see your car that you own in your garage – in a movie on the screen that you're watching TV, it is something. Isn't it? Oh, I yeah. do like it. When I watched, uh, was it Rush? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. yeah Rush. Rush. And they had the the 308 GT4 in there. Yeah. Do you freak yeah, out? Yeah. It's it's good. I, I mean, I don't know why it's so good, but you just see that your car was in a movie. So I love seeing that stuff. So I think there is a website that you can actually search 
that you can find out which movies your car's been in. I can't remember which your model, one. Your model car. Yeah, your model car. Yeah. So, you know, you can actually search that. I think it's uh, – what have I got it as? Uh, it was www.imcdb.org. So you, you click on there. You click on there, and it's got the list of all the cars, and you can, and then it will tell you where to go on w- what TV shows it's been in, or what movies. Fantastic. Or yeah, which is which is good. I'm going to have to know? go and do that and have a look because, yeah. like I said, I've seen my car in a few movies, and I just love it. Yeah, I love seeing that. The one thing I'd really like to do and I haven't done. I mean, I've taken family for drives and things like that, yeah. but I really would like to do a family holiday. I've spoken to my wife about that, Teresa. I've mentioned, you know, let's go for a family holiday in the car. Now, if you're lucky, you've got more than one and you can, you know, the kids can come in a different car yep. or someone brings an SUV with the, with the, with the baggage. Rest. Well, that's that's interesting because I've always said that I wanted to do the Great Ocean Road here in Australia with my car. Yeah, but, you know, I that's, think taking it with your family would be something even but better. But how do you do – I mean, I've only got – like I said, I would have to have the car behind – as a support car Correct. carrying the rest of the family and yeah. the luggage. Yeah. But that's what I would love to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I've, I've done the Great Ocean Road and we did that with and you stop uh, along Michael the way. and Darren. Yep. Yeah, and Gus came along. So, you know, that, that is that is a great road trip. Uh, they were doing a fair bit of roadworks, I remember. So, you know, there's stop and start and slow down or whatever. But And that's, you know, 800 kilometres, which, yeah, is, which is good. I'd love to do something like that. You know what else I'd love to do, me? You know, and often think about it because I'm a bit like you – buying books and constantly buying books. I've bought as many books as I can on the Ferrari 360. Yeah. And I've researched it and I want to know the history of my car. I want to know everything about the current, my own actual car that I own. So I've researched that. But then the history of the model of the car. And I would love to one day meet Luca de Montesemolo, the designer of the that car. That would be good. Imagine that. It? Yeah. Right? Wouldn't you love to meet who designed your car? Imagine that. Yeah, well, mine might be a little bit difficult, bit difficult because it might not be around. But but imagine that you speak to Pin and Farina. How did you come up with this? <laughs> yeah, that imagine that is that. something, and I'm I'm sure that there's a lot of YouTube videos about stuff like that oh, that people absolutely. have. But you know, in saying what what you mentioned about your car, that you can research the history. Yeah. So find out about your car. It doesn't matter what it is. You know, where was it built? How many owners? Uh, is, what did it get built as? What's the what original What did it leave specs? the factory with? What were the actual colours? Exactly right. Things like that. I mean, the Ferrari, um, um, my Ferrari uh, uh, web, page. Web, web page allows you to do that. And I know Lamborghini have got one. And you'd think Alfa, Romeo, Fiat. I think even, you know, the Japanese cars would have all this history would say so. To find them. Yeah, yeah, and there's people now that specialise in actually obtaining the history. So I'm you just sure want to you know can. the provenance of your car. What about you know if we go to the other spectrum? You know when you're buying a classic car or a car, you know some of the people buying it at auction for the first time. Would that be nerve wracking? Would that be something? Well, how about buying one sight unseen? Yeah, well, there's a lot of stories like that. A lot of people have done that. I would say. So really, you say buying at auction. So imagine we. Go into a live auction over in the UK or the US, more the UK because they're um, right hand drive. drive. So we're seeing it, but we're only seeing photos of it. That's pretty much sight unseen, let's be honest, because we're not driving it. We're not test driving it. No, we're that'd be a bit scary, I think. That'd be scary. Yeah. I agree. What would you do? do but you- there are people that, you know, have bought cars sight unseen. I mean, yeah. it might be a few photos and that, but really don't know how good they are. So what's the difference of a barn find, Mick? Well, the barn find, you'd expect that it's not running at all. Correct. So you're buying it, you're seeing it in a barn, 
You know. Yeah, that's right. I mean, and people have you've you've bought something that needs restoration, and you don't realise. So maybe how much you're not it expecting ne- it to start. You yeah, know? well, that's different. So right. you, you know, we talk about that, and you really are still better off buying one that's running. No, so. but when you find a barn barn find, or you're looking for something like that, unless it's something, so you you you're in that resto mind. You know, you're going to restore this car. That's why you're looking for one. Unless you want to keep it original. Unless you want to try and keep it original, yeah. Depends how good it is. Yep, yep. yep. But that's that's another game, isn't it, really? How many is here's, here's something else. How many photographs do you take of your car? Well, every time I take the car out, I take a photo. I do too, because you told me that. Now, why is that? Why I, is I that? do because I look different scenery, different settings, and I've got a whole album for and I can't just and I keep taking car and I say, My wife goes, What are you doing? And I said, I just I love that photo, I love it, and I go back and look at them sometimes. But I think it's even good for insurance purposes. Well, you know where it's been. Yeah. You know when you've taken it out, and you just look back and it might not be of any use, but it's really just I, every time I take out one of the cars, uh, not my daily driver, of course, yep. but even when I take out the Subaru. It's a log. I've, I think it's a log of the drive. Correct. It's like logging the drive yep, with a always. photo, um, you know, verification that it's gone out on that day to wherever you said you went. Yeah, even if it's just to go and take it to the technician. Yeah. So as soon as it gets there, I'll take a photo of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, look, you've taught me to do that, and I take that many photos of my car still to this day, and I actually want to get some professional. Yeah. You know, well, we have had some professional shots through the Ferrari Club, and I love those photos. So oh, I think yeah. That's another thing, having a professional photo of your car and you driving it. I mean, the best photo of my car, you're actually driving it, which is interesting. Which one was that? Oh, it's at the track day, which anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Lucky I'm in the actual car. But you want one of those, I think. Yeah, I think, you know, I've, you know, when they have track days, sometimes they'll have a professional photographer and I've actually bought photos. Yeah. And I'm thinking, really, did I need I that photo? I own the car. The car's did in I the garage. That? Well, but, hey, that's it's good. Fun. But photos, that's like collecting the models. The models of – so I've ordered a model of my car, right? But am I off? Oh, you have, you've ordered one. I've ordered So exactly model. the same. Is that a part I couldn't get – well, Oh, I you couldn't get the get, Challenge grill. I couldn't get the Challenge grill on it, but I found exactly the, the year of the car, the, the red with tan and the red calipers. It hasn't got the Challenge grill on there. Uh, it's, and it's being um, – I'm just waiting for it to be finished. It hasn't arrived yet. But I tried to get a company to make a model of my car – and they don't do that shape, unfortunately, over in the UK, amalgam models. But my wife goes, what do you want a model of your actual car? you actually got the car. Yeah, but you can put it in the lounge. Exactly right. So I've got <laughs> that many models <laughs> of my – Well, I don't know how many different shapes and sizes of the 360 I've got in models. But why do we do that? Mitch? I'm not sure. I mean, I've got one of the 308 GT4. <laughs> I've got the black one, which Elvis owned. Yep. That's they, one of the iconic ones as a model that you could buy. That's got the Barani wheels. I yes. say Barani, but they spoke wheels. Yep. Um, and also the 456, uh, I got given one as a gift of a red but with tan. So I haven't got one red with black. Yeah. So we collect that. That's like taking photos of the thing. We've got them. We own them. But well, the model is the next level of a photo, I suppose. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. I agree. And you can, as you said, you can get one specifically made for your car. Yeah. Some of the other things, Zori, you know, we talked about the family holiday, taking it on the track. We've done that before. One thing I would love to be able to do is to forget how many classics I own. 
Oh, imagine no, I, having a collection is another level again. And not knowing, oh. as someone asked you, how many classics, young, you know, older than nineteen ninety, have you got? Um, well, and you sort of stumble. It was like one of the gentlemen we met and were lucky enough to have on the podcast when we kept mentioning, "Oh, this car, this, I've got that. Yeah, I've got that, that. I've got that. I've got that." And you're like, wow. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that would be a great, great position to be in, Mick. You know, some of the things that, uh, you know, I see on TV but never done, and I'm not sure I'd like to do it. I'm just wondering some of the listeners whether they'd like to do it. Take your classic to a dress-up revival of some sort. You know, like the Goodwood revival. I knew dress-up. and yeah, yeah. That one I'm not I'm right. not sure about that either, but, you know, it's sort of harking back to that era. I was, they, they do it big time overseas. Like the US and the UK do that all the time. So maybe, hey, for Pebble Beach... You'd have to and, do it, wouldn't you? And for Goodwood, absolutely. You'd have I'd to do, do it. it. Yeah. Right. Look, there's one thing you're doing, Mick, and I always wondered, and I want to do it, do I not want to do it? And that's restoring my classic. So yes. you're actually doing it. I'm actually doing it, and I'm getting closer, which is good. They always say it's only a few weeks away, but yep. it's, it's never a few weeks. It's only been four years now. <laughs> it's, well, it's not quite four years yet, but anyway. But yeah, that's right. You're repairing your classic. Working on your classic yourself, restoring it's another thing. And whether you again, how hands on are you going to be? How hands on do you want to be? Yep. What level do you restore it to? Look, I'm happy how I'm going now. It's it's going to be at a decent level. It's pretty high level, I suppose. And I'm really looking forward to be able to drive it as if it was a new car. So that and that's what I'm asking myself: Do I want to restore it? Do I want to respray my car? Get it back to you know, immaculate condition? So. It's yeah, when, yeah. So if you look at your three hundred and sixty, my my thoughts for you would say no. But if you're looking at a new car, as in a new purchase, like a two four six Dino, yeah. then you've got to ask you ask yourself those questions. But that's what I'm saying. We only ask these questions about classic cars to ourselves because your normal family car. Have you ever thought? Oh, you know, what? I've got to restore that, get it back to how when I bought it. No, no you you're just, not going to. You do sell that. it. And you move on. Yeah. But in saying that, I mean, with those family cars, you generally only keep them for how long? Oh, five to ten five, years. Five, ten years. That's right. But, you know, that's what I'm saying. That's why classic cars pull at different emotional strings in your heart that you say, oh, I need to get this back. I need to look after this baby. And it's often about, you know, who owned it before. Was it a family member? Is there some sort of, you know, tradition that you had, uh, the emotion, the experience you've had driving the car or going to family family things with the car. I mean, it's not necessarily because the car was fantastic, mm. but it's just the memories. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, hey, you say about memories, I do this. I know I know you don't do this, but I celebrate the birth of my car. Yeah, it's I birthday. know. Yeah, you I do. Actually I have don't. No. I have found the build date of my car, which is February the 7th, so it's coming up for its 22nd birthday. So what, what will you do for the, its birthday? Oh, no, we had a, I had a glass of champagne, absolutely. Just me and the car, actually. You didn't break the champagne bottle no, over the No, no, it's not a ship, me. It's oh, not sorry. a boat. It's sorry. not a yacht, you know. Come on. No, I uh, yeah, no, I had a drink and I got my wife to make a cake. She didn't, but I asked her to make a cake for the occasion and I celebrate the uh, birthday of my classic. Are you serious? You got your wife to make a cake? I asked. Oh, you didn't get one. No, yeah. she didn't get one. Oh. This year, I'm telling you. I've so of all seconds. the things we've talked about, what is the one thing that let's say it's obtainable that you really want to do with your classic or with a new classic, whatever? Hey, restoring it is – you could do that. Okay. Driving it, using it. You know, look, I think out of all the things we've mentioned, 
there's one thing that ties it all together, and that's using them, yep. being well, around them. Well, that's my number one. I want to use it more, but also I want use it with other people that are going to enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, I know I've got to take my auntie for another drive in my four, five, six. You know, there's things like that, you think, because then it's too late and you can't do it. Yeah. I remember taking my father for a drive in it, you know. So there's all those sorts of things that, you know, you've got the time, you've got to make an effort, ring him up, let's go for a drive, take – Take the cousins out. Well, or I'm actually someone. gonna. I have. I actually haven't taken my mum for a drive yet. Is that right? Yep. I have not. I went that, down the other surprising. day. That's surprising. I have not taken my mum in the Ferrari yet. As your mum asked, she hasn't actually asked. But I think she. I heard her mention because I haven't been in it yet. And I said I'll come pick you up one day. And like you said, just do it. Life takes up, but I'm going to do it for her birthday. Yeah, do so it for sure. But don't do let her know that you're going to do no, it. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm just not go past. I said, Ma, we've got to go to the shop. 100%. Come with me. 100%. And then I've done that for my father in law. I took him for a drive on his birthday, and I'm going to do the same for my mum. Yeah, and I, I, th- think- I think those sorts of things where you put a smile on someone's yep. face, yep. Uh, for whatever reason, I think you do need to do it. Yeah, 100%. So there's a lot of things, you know, whether you've got a classic or haven't got one or there's a lot of things that you can do and include others in it. So it's not just selfish yourself. Um, You can share the the experience. So, you know, I think, I don't know, any other things that you can think of, but look, you know, there's things like you might make your classic, if it is a classic, more drivable. So you do want to drive it more. So we talk about not modifying it, but if you want to put power steering because you're going to want to drive it more, yeah. put it in. You know, there's no real drama. I mean, you know, the car's going to be there longer than what we're going to be around for. So some of the things, if you can make your classic more drivable, like I know my brother with his brakes, he put a power booster in his car. Now, he likes it more, I mean, and I've driven it with the power booster in the, the old 65 Mustang. Now, it's chalk and cheese with or without you know, so, you know, modifying your classic is, you know, we sometimes frown upon it, but that's fair enough. It's your car. You do what you want. Like I said, I I just love the fact that we're able to own these cars, Mick, and the fact that it's in the garage and I see it every day is just, you know, is wonderful for me. I love that. And the more you go without driving it, the more the you more, want it. Correct. The more you look forward to it, and when you do finally get to drive it, you, you appreciate, appreciate it so much more. So much more. So here's one. I'll leave on this one, Mick. Would you want to own a classic but not store it at your house where you can't see it every day, just look in the garage or walk, have a wonder? Look, um, a lot of people that do that have got many classics yep. or many cars. I do like the car being at home. Yeah, me too. You know, it's. Uh, I think I would feel a lot different. If I've got to drive to go and pick it up to go for a drive. I, I mean, don't know if I would do that yeah, as yeah. often as I'd like. We're here, like you say, you just get the just keys. I'm going to take. Go. I'm going to yeah. take this car now, and not the other one. So All look, right. Ori, enjoy what we're talking about. Enjoy your classic. They made to be driven. Drive them. Let other people enjoy. Absolutely, drive someone else's classic. Yeah, well, that's good too. Uh, that's a good one. Hey, we love that one. It's like someone else's swimming pool. Same <laughs> sort of thing. <laughs> Ori, we're going to leave it there. Okay, it's been great talking about what we can do. Yeah. Anyway, you can catch us on the show at mickandori at gmail.com and, of course, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. TikTok. But remember, if your car's not a classic, it will be one day. Thank you. Thanks, Mick.